Welcome back to the Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. We're now going to talk to Super Bowl champ, NFL Network analyst Willie McGinnis, USC's own, joining us here on ESPN LA. Uh, Willie, going to talk to you about the Rams here in just a second, but I want to get into what transpired this weekend between the Browns and the Raiders. And hear me out for a second. Like I've been critical of Gruden, but I feel like as the weeks have progressed, they've gotten better. How have you viewed the Raiders? I mean, I, I, you know, the, the Raiders aren't aren't a very good football team right now. I think anytime you have a new system that's in place and new coaches, and you know, um, you're trying to get guys to buy in and change things over, there's going to be some times where it's a little difficult, and it's not going to be, you know, guys just coming out looking like they've been together for five years. Um, defensively, uh, they got to get that thing figured out. We've been talking about that for the last few weeks about you know having somebody or a few a few different people to come in and come in and play at a certain level and be able to stop people, take the football away, you know, um, not give up plays in the running game, uh, be able to get off the field on third down. You know, there's a lot of things that they're struggling with. And, you know, do they got the pieces? We'll have to see. They've been drafting defensive players for the last few years. And some of those picks need to, you know, come in and, and settle in and and play a certain way. But again, it's a different uh, defensive coordinator and Paul Gunther, so it's going to take some time. Offensively, I think they got the weapons. I think they got pieces um, in place to do a lot of different things. Whether it's run the football effectively, like we saw this week, or open things up and spread the ball around in the air off of uh, Derek's car arm. So. I think offensively, uh, they're going to definitely move a lot faster and be a lot more productive than the defense. But once they catch up to each other uh, and play complimentary football, it's going to be a good team. Willie McGinnis with us here, the NFL Network. Uh, of course, an analyst. You can see him Thursday on NFL Network's NFL Game Day kickoff at 3 p.m. Uh, here local time ahead of the Colts and Patriots on Thursday night football. And Willie McGinnis, the Football Life, premieres on Friday at 5 o'clock on the NFL Network. Um, in regards to Gruden, there's been a lot of conversations about, well, you know, he can be successful, he's not going to be successful, 15-year layoff. Where are you on Gruden coming back after such a long time out of the sport? Well, he's been out of coaching. He definitely hasn't been out of the sport. I think he's been studying players. He's been had the luxury because of his job to go around and talk to a lot of different uh, football minds, whether it's, you know, OCs or defensive coaches and being able to evaluate players. So he hasn't been out of the game. Um, now, it's a little bit different from being a play caller and understanding that, but I don't think uh, that has left him either being able – to scheme and game plan and put plays together and evaluate skill sets and, you know, kind of create uh, a plan of a offensive attack around that. So I think, you know, there's always rust to everything when you're not doing it. Even football players, when you're playing a sport and you're out, you know, from injuries or different things, there's rust when you come back. Of course, it's going to be that. But uh, I think Gruden has a good football mind. I think he's seen a lot of different things and systems and, um, got gained a lot of knowledge since he hasn't been coaching. Um, now it just takes time. People expect, you know, uh, championships as soon as you start and, and as soon as you walk through the doors. With any good system, any good team, you can't do it all one year through free agency in the draft. It's going to take, you know, for you to identify your core group of guys 
that you're going to build around, and you're going to have to have some go out and have some good drafts, and you're going to have to pick the right guys in free agency that's going to fit into what you're trying to do. So it takes a while. So you got to have some patience. How do you feel about Baker Mayfield's first start against them? I think Baker Mayfield showed that he was human. You know, he went out and, he, you know, he did score 42 points or 35 points or whatever it was. He came out. He was productive. Um, he made some plays. And, uh, you know, he made some mistakes. Um, but I think when he has the ball in his hands and, you know, his decisiveness, him being poised, him being ready for the moment, he's displayed all that. And he showed us that, you know, he was worthy of that number one pick. And I think, you know, um, in any situation he's faced in his life, he's been able to, to digest it and overcome. So I'm excited to see what he's going to bring in the next few years. I'm excited to see his growth, um, his attitude, his mentality, his, his, his everything is, is infectious and is spreads throughout the football team. And you've got to have a guy like that at the quarterback position that guys want to follow and rally and, and put it all on the line for, and he's one of those guys. Willie McGinnis with us here the NFL Network. Willie, the Chargers, I tweeted this yesterday, I feel like they can be excruciating to root for um, if you're a fan of theirs. <laughs> um, man, it, it's rough to watch them because it feels like every year we expect big things from them, and then they come out of the gate so flat. What do you make of that year after year? I, I have no clue, man. I thought that's the one thing that, you know, Anthony Lynn would work on this year is, is getting off to a faster start. Um, they always finished strong. Last year they were a game out of the playoffs. And when you look on paper, they've got the talent. You know, they've got the roster to go out and compete every single week. Why it doesn't happen, I mean, it's that's the, that's, that's the $500 million question. If I knew that, man, I, 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 I could I could write a book and sell it, but <laughs> I don't, and I don't I don't understand why uh, with the veteran guys that they have they can't play at a certain level early on. But um, you know, in this league, teams start to figure out pretty fast. And if you don't, you know, it's, it's the first quarter of the season, so I'm not panicking. But if you don't get things going in the right direction and you fall behind, it may be a hole uh, that's a little too deep for them to climb themselves out uh, a little later. Because I know the AFC in general is not, you know, strong from top to bottom like the NFC. But, you know, you want to be playing at a certain level. Uh, a lot of people and fans expect for this team to be really good this year. And uh, we've seen some, you know, some good football, but not with the, what we expected uh, we'd be seeing by week four. Let's get to the Rams here. A big conversation we have here on the station is who's more important to their success? Uh, is it McVay? Is it Goff? And, and I know that, look, it's a combination of both. Um, but there's got to be someone who's more important to their current success, right? Well, I would say this. Um, I think it always starts at the top. you got to have a great leader, and you got to have somebody that can create a culture, get men to buy in, and develop men. And I think Sean McVay exemplifies all of that. Um, if you just look at what they were, you know, before uh, he came, you know, as a coaching staff, I don't know what the Rams' identity was. Um, you didn't have the offensive production, design, game plan, any of that stuff. And it just wasn't the same. And, you know, Jared Goff, for that matter, was a guy who was still learning how to be an NFL quarterback. Not that he wasn't talent. He just didn't wasn't developed. And so it didn't show on the football field. 
Um, but in saying that, you can have great systems. You know, I, lo- I know a lot of great systems throughout the league, but you got to have, you know, great players and, and, and elite players to play in those systems. So um, I think it goes hand in hand, but I mean, you got to have players and you got to have a great coach too. So, or good coaches that understands how to get players and put them in position to play at a certain level. Yeah, there's no question about that. And, you know, Akeem Tlaib talks about how well he relates to guys. And, you know, everyone thinks he's just an offensive guy, but that clearly hasn't been the case as far as relating to players. Um, the age thing was supposed to be an issue, right? People thought that would be a detriment to him. And it seems like, Willie, I don't know how you feel about it, but it seems like that's actually been better for him, that it's actually made him more relatable to his guys. How do you feel about that? Well, I think it does, and I've had multiple conversations with Sean, and you can see the energy, um, you can see the passion for the game, and you know right off the top when you have a football conversation with him, there's a lot of knowledge. And um, when you're able to relate, I mean, you, I, I talked to Belichick and a lot of coaches about this because the players, for those coaches who've been in the game for more than a decade, the player has changed. Uh, the way they the way they digest information, the way they learn, uh, even the way they communicate has changed. So you got to be in tune with what's going on with today's player and how to get them to be effective and productive and play at a certain level and, and, and to be able to communicate with them for that matter. I think Sean understands that. I think his youth provides that for him. Um, I also think the people he's been around uh, in his football life uh, have given him an education and he's learned and taken his own concepts and ideas and kind of implemented that. Um, and it's not hard, man, when you got talented, talented players. I mean, you look at that, you look at that roster on both sides of the ball. Um, they've got some of the most talented players in the league. And, you know, now that they've bought in and they've gotten the players signed and everybody's ready to go and everybody's there, um, they're going to be tough to beat. You know, Gurley said it on Thursday Night Football that, hey, I feel like we can't be beat right now. And when you got a group of men buying in, all on the same page, believing um, and, and going out together as one, uh, as a team, that's, that's, that's strong. It's hard to break that. Last thing here, Willie, you're an SC guy. Um, I got all my friends texting me. They're like, man, Clay's a nice guy, but I don't know if he's the guy that could take us over the top. Where are you on USC? Because it just feels like it's Alabama and you know Clemson and some of these other schools and the rest of college football. But where are you specifically on SC? Well, we definitely got to take our game to the next level. Um, I, I know our goals, you know, as a Trojan is not just to play in certain bowl games or just to go out there and have a winning season. Our goal is to to be in the playoffs in the national championship, like every other. Um, institution, I hope. And, um, you know, Clay is the head coach right now. And, again, we're talking about changing the culture and getting young men to buy in and being able to communicate and, and put put them in position to win from week to week. That's one of the toughest things, you know, you can do. You know, I help out at high school football. Um, you know, I'm around the college circuit and all those different things, and I'm around these young players. So I understand it's just not saying, hey, come to our school and we're going to win football games. There's a lot of other things that play into that. And, um, you know, he's our leader right now. So I got to support what he's trying to do. Um, got to rally around, you know, the school and, and these young men. And, um, you know, they got to go out and do their part and play at a certain level and take the teaching and the criticism or whatever it is. Because, like I said, winning the Pac-12 is great. 
but that's not the ultimate goal when you're at SC. You know, we're about uh, being the final four teams and playing in the championship. Willie McGinnis, NFL Network analyst with us here, of course, a man of Troy. You can see him Thursdays, NFL Network game day, NFL game day kickoff at 3 o'clock ahead of the Colts Patriots and Thursday night football. And, of course, he's got his own football life, which premieres Friday at 5 o'clock on the NFL Network. Willie, man, a pleasure. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. You got it. Take care. That's Willie McGinnis with us here on the Sedano Show on ESPN LA. All right, coming up next, we got the Laker pregame. Michael Thompson's ready to roll. Me and Michael are coming up. Lakers pregame next.